Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hello, Thriver, and welcome to Real People, Real Talk podcast. Yes, today's episode is all about thriving in your relationships. This episode is directed to those that are dating and those that have a desire to be married. But also those that are already married, we have a few nuggets of wisdom in here for you, too. We sure do. So this summer, June and July, my wife been a teacher, been out of school. We're going to record some episodes together and we really want to see you thrive in your relationship. So that's why we're going to bring you this love and marriage and relationship series. So stay tuned. But before we get to the content at hand, I want to acknowledge today at the time of this recording is June 22nd, which is our four year anniversary. So, babe. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, sweetie. Yes, four years and counting and to God be the glory. We have learned a lot and we have a lot more to learn as we're leaning on God and leaning on one another. And also June 20th was my parents anniversary. So happy anniversary, mom and dad. Been married for 35 years and counting. And so, babe, as we were preparing for this episode and just kind of reflecting on our four years of being married, we wanted to offer some wisdom tips. And as a guide to those of you that are dating before you enter holy matrimony. Number one, understand that marriage isn't 50 50. Marriage is about both parties giving 100 percent. It's about commitment and being all in for each other. Yes, it's about commitment because a true relationship is all about two imperfect people refusing to give up on one another. In marriage, you have to show up for each other every single day. No matter how much he or she gets on your nerves the night before, you have to wake up and still love him the next day. No comments, but I'm going to say amen to that. Amen. (laughs) So, yes, realize it's about both parties giving 100 percent, not 50 50. Number two, as you preparing for marriage and hope to be marriage, understand that you are not looking for your other half, which leads to an important truth about marriage. Your future spouse isn't there to complete you. No matter how many movies you see and they say you complete me, you're my other half. That is simply not true. Your spouse should compliment you, but not complete you because only Jesus can complete you. Can I get an amen? Amen. And expecting your spouse to complete you will set you up for disappointment. Yes. Those are some high expectations to place on your spouse where you're expecting them to be your all in all, to be your everything, to complete you. Once again, only Jesus can do that. So you are a whole person looking for another whole and healthy person to do life with, not your other half. So date well and date accordingly. Number three. Marry somebody that makes you better. Yes. Is this person that you're dating? Is this person that maybe you're engaged to? Are they supportive of your major? If you're a college student, if you're taking classes, is this person supportive of your career? Is he overly critical or does he support your dream? Does he downplay your accomplishments or does he push you to greatness? So as you're just thinking about the fact that you want to marry somebody that makes you better, we just want to give you those couple of questions that you should be asking yourself. Your spouse should be your biggest 
cheerleader, a partner in life, a partner that has your back, a partner that supports you. So once again, date well, marry somebody, date somebody, be engaged to somebody that makes you better. Amen. Number four, marry someone that you can see yourself growing old together and moving in the same direction. Mm. So as you're dating, I want to encourage you to talk about everything. As we are going through this episode, it's called Before You Say I Do Part Two. I just want to remind you, I want to leave the link to part one, Before You Say I Do. This is kind of like the second part of that. And you put it all together and just some tips and some wisdom as you date well. So as you're dating, talk about everything. Yes, go on dates. Yes, have fun, but have these important conversations. Talk about your career. Talk about your career goals um, and see how they align. Now, I'm not saying that careers are necessarily deal breakers, but going into marriage, you just want to know exactly what you're getting into. For example, as a pastor, I don't have the normal nine to five. My job requires some weekend work, sometimes um, some events at night. And so my wife is very understanding and supportive of that. And she knew that going in, being a pastor's wife. And so, babe, as a teacher, talk about it from your perspective. As a teacher, I also don't have the nine to five life because um, there are days where I may have to go to work earlier, days that I may have to stay um, at work a little later or that I might have to bring work home. And so you have to have a spouse that's understanding of the career that you chose because some careers are um, careers that benefit others. And sometimes you have to give a little more of yourself and of your time. Yeah. And a lot of professions, you have to share your spouse with them. Like, Our example is being a pastor and being a teacher and nothing is wrong with any of this. We just want to encourage you that before you go into holy matrimony, that you talk about these things. So it won't come to a surprise where you get, you know, five years in like, oh, man, I did not know that being married to a blank would be like this. So before we give you the last one, quick recap. Number one, understand that marriage isn't 50 50. Both parties got to give 100 percent. Number two, understand that you are not looking for your other half. You're looking for another whole person where y'all can be whole together. Number three, marry somebody that makes you better. Number four, marry someone that you can see yourself growing old with and that you guys are moving in the same direction. And last but not least, number five is what, honey? Know what you're getting yourself into. Yes. So my wife, she's going to read um, the traditional wedding vows that we did at our wedding, just so you can have a better understanding of what marriage is all about before you jump into it. I, Ariel, take thee, Paul, to be my wedded husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. To love and to cherish till death do us part, according to God's holy ordinance. And thereto I pledge thee, my babe. So that is what marriage is about. Once again, key parts of that vow is for better or for worse. In other words, when y'all have a bad day, it's 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 no getting out. All right? Just because you argue, no, we're gonna stick, we're gonna stick together with this. So for better or for worse. 
for richer or for poor, somebody lose their job, I still love you for richer or poor, in sickness and in health. I remember it was around the time last year that my wife got COVID, and so it was my responsibility. It was my duty. It was my honor to take care of her. So that's what marriage is all about, commitment. Marriage, it isn't a decision to be taken lightly. It is a lifelong commitment. Please don't get caught up in the hype and in social media where you see these grand weddings. All, you know, weddings, they're good. And, you know, you're going to invest some time and some resources and money into the wedding day. That's cool. But please invest time and resources and money into your actual marriage. So what they look like is premarital counseling and going on dates where you have these conversations so you really can get to know one another. Now, we want to offer you some questions of reflection, some questions of observation that we just want to encourage you to ask yourself. As you are going throughout this dating process. So listen up and take notes, my friend. Here are the questions. Why do I like him or her? Does this person push me closer to Christ? Ooh, number two is good. As you're dating, does this person make you want to live sanctified? Mm-hmm. Or do they make you want to sin? Does this person push you to read your Bible? Does this person push you to want to pray? Once again, number two is, does this person push you closer to Christ? Well, let me start preaching, babe, back to you. Number three, how does this person treat and talk to his or her parents? Yeah, not just talking with his parents, but also how do they talk to the waiter? How do they talk to the waitress? How do they treat other people? We'll give you a glimpse of how they could possibly treat you. Do they have road rage? That's not a question, but I'll just do that. That's, that's a good one. Does this person have some unresolved anger issues? And once again, I'm not saying that these things are necessarily deal breakers, but you want to know what you are getting yourself into and encourage one another to do the work mentally, to do the work um, emotionally, to be in a better place so you can get married. Amen. Number four, what does his or her actions or priorities say are important to him or her. I mean, a lot of people, they can talk a good talk, but at the end of the day, it's what you do. Your actions reveal what's in your heart. What's the next one, honey? Number five, could I see myself living the rest of my life with this person? Yeah, number five. That's another good one. Can you see yourself growing old with this person and living the rest of your life with them? Not just the fun and games that you have when you're young, but how's life going to look when you both are parents? Or when you get retired and things like that, you got to be looking towards the future. Number six, have I prayed about this relationship? Yes. Please don't go fast when it comes to getting engaged and getting married. Take the time to pray and talk to the Lord about this relationship. Amen. Number seven, what do people close to me think about this relationship? Proverbs fifteen twenty two says, "Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed." Community matters. So yes, community matters. You need the input of those that you love and trust. All right. So all in all, as you are dating, it is extremely important that you are patient and that you take your time. Um, as dating is all about gathering as much information as possible to determine. If this person is your husband or your wife. So gather this information before you say I do. Because the last thing that you want to do is to marry the wrong person. 
All because you see that all your friends are getting married or you feel like the clock is ticking. You do not want to rush this decision because after you make the choice to follow Jesus Christ, choosing your spouse is the most important decision that you will ever make. So yesterday is our anniversary. You wanted to keep this one short and sweet, and we hope this content has helped you. Now we want to conclude with a quote that I saw on Facebook from this group called Marriage Quotes. Any couple who has a healthy marriage and has lasted 20, 30, or even 50 years did not stay happily married based off of love. Preach. They sacrificed. They forgave. They rebuilt trust when it was broken. They kept dating each other. They listened, they apologized, they got help when they were stuck, they made time for each other, they learned how to communicate, they cared more about their marriage than their pride. Do not think you have your happily ever after without some blood, sweat, and tears. You can have a good marriage if you work on it 365 days out of a year. Very powerful words indeed. So that was good. Um, As you're dating, and before you say I do, we want you to consider these things. We hope you have enjoyed listening as we have enjoyed doing this episode on our anniversary. So, babe, before we conclude, could you lift up a prayer for those that are single, um, for those that are dating and maybe even engaged, and all those that hope to be married one day? Sure. God, thank you so much for um, our friends and our family We thank you for the people listening to this podcast, God. They are our friends. They are our family, God. We pray that we continue to love on you. I pray that they continue to seek you, God, as it relates to relationships, as it relates to anything that they um, are having any type of issues with, God. I pray that they continue to come to you in prayer. I pray that your will is done in and through their lives, and we thank you and we praise you for everything that you are doing and are going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen again Today we want to conclude this episode With a snippet of a love song by our dear friend Lil Byron and I'm going to leave the link In the show notes so you can check out more of his music But until next time Go be all that God Has called you to be And we out Hey BG I want you to it don't cost a dime for you to love me Never did you wrong, why don't you trust me? Being with you, feeling lucky We going two different ways on the same street But when it's cold outside, I can keep you warm When you're done playing games, you can hit my phone We can't fall in love with words alone Sometimes it'll take sticks and stones, yeah Sticks and stones, sometimes it'll take Stones.